everybody. Welcome to War of the Bay Podcast. My name is Kyle. My name is Nick. I'm Anthony. And uh, thank you to everybody listening to the Mixler chat. You can listen to us live every week by going to Mixler.com slash SharkDropper. I will usually tweet it out before the show. We usually record around 8-ish on Thursday. Uh, Jer Bear and Grape Welsh are the only two guys <laughs> listening right now. So um, thank you to those guys for uh, hanging out in the chat. Usually people come and go throughout the show, depending on you know what we're talking about. So. Um, if you want to do that, mixler.com slash shark dropper. Also, if you want to follow us on Twitter, I'm at Kyle W O T B. Nick's at Nick, uh, W O T B. Anthony's at strike twice W O T B. And of course the show itself, W O T B podcast on Twitter. Whew. And to get all that out. Yep. Good job. Kyle's been practicing that. Yeah. In the mirror. Anthony recently, uh, uh, logged into the War of the Bay account and has been helping us tweeting and it's been getting a little bit more active so, so I would can, we can assume a liability goes to him so yeah every basically every tweet is for me now so if you have any complaints just follow them at uh, Kyle WOTB that's my Twitter handle yeah. yep and uh, yeah all the hate all that stuff yeah <laughs> direct it that way no and, and also Anthony's been doing animated quote unquote animated um, YouTube videos for, from clips of the show, so that's been cool. Yeah, it's it's to be quite honest, it spawned out of boredom. Last uh, week it was the Joe Madden <laughs> rant. Yeah, but it's fun to do, and I think I'm going to do one, uh, release one once every Sunday, and it can either be from the podcast we do this week or from past episodes, depending. Which I just want to say that, look, the Bulls won six championships, the Bears won a championship, the White Sox won a championship, it's not like Chicago is starved for championships. Okay? No, can, not at all. Can we stop jerking the Cubs off? No. <laughs> God damn it. Fine. And only, be, and only because it affects you so much. <laughs> Rick, Rick Stroud was like tweeting about Joe Madden this week, and I was like, stop. Stop. You're Tampa. Look. Look at our shitty ba- – we have a shitty baseball team right in our backyard, Embrace okay? It. Embrace it. We've had, we haven't Speaking, won a, we haven't won a championship since the Ottoman Empire was a thing as well. So there you go. We're also in a hundred year uh, uh, championship drought. Speaking of people, Kyle hates. Yes. I think we have a list to get through this week. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yes. In, in the uh, in the interest of just filling time, because we are in the the most boring week uh, of the year in sports. Uh, there there are currently no active teams playing. Actually, I think. Wait, we talked about this before. There may be teams playing tonight on Thursday, but the night before there was the ESPYS, which you know was stunning and and brave. Uh, and then <laughs> <laughs> the why does it seem like that? I feel like the ESPYS like manufactures these like tearjerker moments where it's like, oh my, uh, I, I want to say, oh Eric Eric Berry is a legit like that's a courage filled story. And oh yeah. But like, I don't give a fuck they, about the they like so, they seek him out to like put him prop him up and be like tell give an inspirational speech go or maybe they like I would not be surprised if I heard like the, there was a team of writers behind ESPN writing that speech for the guy about cancer and how he's fighting it like okay I have, but can, but can you really like look you couldn't look me in the eye if we were in the same room and tell you that Stuart Scott's speech didn't like oh that that made yeah. me fall like a baby yeah like that's. That's coming from the heart, and then especially because he passed away not long after that. Like that, 
that speech in the Jimmy V speech too, the one that they always play. Like That's I'm a not... good speech too. Like they've had good moments, but overall the SPs is just kind of like they do. Yeah, it's turning into want want. But I feel like yeah. I feel like now like that's the thing that they're embracing that they have these these tearjerker kind of moments in their shows, and so that that's what they're they're going to be known for. I don't know. I just feel like they try to they try really hard to manufacture those. I'm not, I'm not trying do. to diminish what 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 the Disney Corp. I'm trying. I'm not trying like that. Don't happen just like naturally very often. So yeah. obviously, if they want to get one once a year, they have to do some sort of manufacturing to do so. I, I just it, it, like I'm not trying to diminish what what those guys are going through. Like Stuart Scott and what's who was the guy last last night? Caitlyn Jenner. Barry. Dave, Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner and Dave Bar- Dave Barry said. Eric Barrymore. Barry. Eric Barry. Wait, Eric Barry? That's who was doing the, the speech? Yeah, because yeah. he had cancer, remember? Oh, I thought, no. Wasn't there like some kind of sideline reporter that did a speech? Oh, I don't. I, I didn't watch. I just heard people talking about Eric Barry oh. and how he gave some sort of speech. I don't know if it was... I don't know if he did. We could all, we could all be I, wrong. I can give credit for uh, Eric Barry because that was... Genuinely. Hey, hey, hey! Hold on. I want to stop. I want to. I want to sidetrack us for a moment. Derek Chorpel's in the uh, the show right now, or in the uh, in the chat. He is mm-hmm. a father as of uh, last night. He is he is a new father. Oh, so congratulations! Congratulations to our very own Chorpel of, of Shark Dropper uh, in the Shark Dropper Network. Congratulations on becoming a father. Mazel tov. Can't wait to see that kid in the ring fifteen years from now or whatever. Yeah, really. Flying off the top you really rope. Think he's going to take fifteen years to do it? That kid's going to be in there in like six. Oh, great, man! That, how how awesome would it be if like he announced what like the like that he got a baby by like photoshopping him jumping off the top rope <laughs> with the baby? Yeah, it's a no, boy. It's Stone Cold Steve Austin in the doctor suit from that one bit where he beats up Steve McMahon yeah. in the hospital. Yes, he, he delivered his baby. Yes. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. Or like he's blowing up Derek's car. He then uses the baby to shoot beer at Mr. McMahon as as he puts him on the hose. With the double with the double uh, birds and the beer cans. Yep. <laughs> God, I miss when WWE was fun when I, I was a kid. That's part of the reason it was so much fun. Well, <laughs> speaking of uh, the WWE and the Aspies, like, did you guys see anything with like I I heard on the radio today John Cena's sort of uh, his opening monologue, so to speak. What, I didn't see it. it. Did he host the SPs? He hosted yes, the SPs, yeah. Like never like I always I think I always know that these sort of things are written for for guys to to go out there and, you know, tell jokes. Like I know that they're I think that depends on the person. Cuz if it, I think Chris Rock yeah. wrote his own shit. I think you're I've right. Definitely seen it. Yeah. But like I'm not saying that he was bad. I'm just saying like never before has it been more apparent that like those were all jokes that, that were written for him. Like he was not he's not coming up with those himself. Yeah, so John Cena sucks. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for those for those not listening in pod or for those listening in podcast land. We just we're dealing with some technical difficulties. First time in a long time, I gotta say. For yeah, you're right. Days. Yeah, it's it's they don't they, they're not as often as they used to be. That's good. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't watch. So in closing, guys, fuck the ESPYS, right? I just don't care about them anymore. They they they've lost me on being an art. They've lost me because I used to think it was a genuine award show, and now it's becoming quite apparent that it's just another publicity stunt. Night. You have to watch one of these MTV Music Awards ESPYS. 
I mean, I'm going to watch the ESPYs because at least yeah. their artificial stuff is based upon real athletic ability. Well, Jim Carrey's at the MTV Music Awards. I'm watching that. No, I'm watching the I'm watching the ESPYs because at least like I can understand what's happening. Whereas with the MTV Music Awards, I'm like, who is this band? Like, is it? Like, yeah, why do I care about them? Like, what kind of music do they make? Like, here's their, your new band. Like, fuckface and Jimmy. Like, <laughs> yeah, blibbly blop. You're like, oh, <laughs> the kids are going crazy. I remember. <laughs> I remember when Beck won an award not too long ago. Uh, I think it was at the M2 Music Awards. And Ed, the whole crowd, and Ed, like Twitter was like, who fucks this guy? I'm like, fuck you. No, no, no. <laughs> it was a Grammy. He won Grammy for best album. Oh, Never, he won. Yeah. Was it a Grammy? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, maybe that's why I cared. And I think it was over. I think that was the year that Kanye came out with. Uh, um, I'm going to let you finish. No, his that one album. <laughs> the, one with, the one that's with the tape on it and everything. I forget what it's called. Um, Jesus. Yeah, we'll that's when he came out with Jesus and everything. I think so. Yeah, that's when they were like, "Who's who's this guy?" But yeah, if I watch the MTV Music Awards now, I'm just like, "Who is American uh, branded boys?" Like, and why are they relevant? <laughs> what the fuck do I care about them? <laughs> what was that band? They're singing about American uh, American apparel underwear, and I it blew my fucking mind because it's like they're 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 selling. They're trying to sell American apparel to you. Like, do, do am, am I the one that sees this? Like, nobody sees this. Like, it's a catchy song. They put a fucking corporate brand in there. Like, it's, it'd be like fucking Blink-182 being like, and I'm with my Doritos doing some things with my Mountain Dew. Like, I, think it's, I just looked at that lyric because I know that lyric. It's five seconds of summer or something like that. That's what it is, actually. That, it's on Google right here. What's that? There, uh, that's the band. That's the band that sings that song. Yeah. Because I know that lyric that you're talking about because I I, I hear it all the fucking time. Yeah. But... <laughs> American Apparel underwear. What the fuck? Like you're selling you're selling underwear, right? That's they're just like. Oh yeah, that's exactly what they're doing, and I'm sure they're doing a really good job of it. Can we just... Didn't Blink One Eighty Two just drop a new album? Apparently, yeah. it's the number one album in the country. What? Yeah. Huh. Number one I need album. to give it a listen then. I, I I listened to a few tracks. Didn't hate it. Did not didn't hate, hate it. it. No, it was it sounded actually pretty good. All right, time for some forty one to come back. <laughs> that guy's no, dude. <laughs> the Dick. lead singer, I think, almost died actually. Yeah, he looks like problems, so. he looks like shit. Who, who would have thunk that? I mean, he was that was one of my favorite bands back in the day, and then. Oh yeah. Yes, mine too. Yeah, and then now he's he just looks awful. He did it, Avril Lavigne. Like shells of themselves. That's what happens, man. He looks like a depressed clown. You go that hard for like your twenties. Like they went hard. I'm sure. Like their shows, they were just wasted every show and all that stuff. Like it's gonna catch up with you at some point. Of course. Yeah. Like have you seen the the guy who quit Blink One Eighty Two? What's his name? Tom. Tom. Yeah. Have you seen him lately? No. He looks fucked up, and and he's also like a proponent for saying that UFOs are real and stuff like that. Well, they did have that around. They had that song back in the day. <laughs> Aliens exist. Hey, yeah. mom, there's something in the back room. Wow, he looks like a he that looks like somebody. Creatures from be from above. You used to read me stories as if my dreams were boring. We all know conspiracies are dumb. Talk about sports. No, no, I'm trying to look at videos of Tom. Or he looks some like, other punk bands. He looks like somebody's dad now. Green Day. Do oh. you have the time to listen to me? <laughs> okay. Um, as promised last week, we we sort of teased it. 
or we sort of talked about it, but uh, we were going to give our top five sports figures. Most punchable faces. Most punchable faces in sports. So in honor of the week that's the most boring week in uh, sports, we have scan- We have a few topics to talk about with other sports, but for the most part, we ain't got shit. So to fill time, we're going we're gonna to talk about the top five most punchable faces in sports. And hopefully somebody's going to get pissed off. I just want to take a second and point out how, how good Kyle is at selling things. Yeah, we don't have shit this week, so here's a thing that might fill time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm going to be honest with everybody. Kyle never has ever bullshitted anybody, any one of our listeners. Exactly. That's why I came back from that te- those technical difficulties. I was like, yeah. That's Ooh. bullshit. You had a show where I thought you were in a bar for the first 20 minutes. We fucked up. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? What show was that? That was like was show number 100 or something. Yeah. When we pretended to be at Ferg's and then we're like, yeah, they didn't let us. <laughs> oh, that's right. I finally figured it out when Kyle started yelling, hey, Barwich. Hey. Just, just... I'm going to have to go listen to that <laughs> again. Yeah. Well, we'll have to try that, though, for real. Like, do a live show somewhere. Yeah, you say that, and nobody's going to believe you that we're actually in it because we have studio magic. I mean, we'll... I don't think our listening audience is big enough for that. It's just going to be three guys talking to themselves in a corner. Yeah, and, like, <laughs> everybody else in the bar would be like, what's this? Wait, what the exactly. fuck is going on? What's happening? Why do you guys have that laptop out? You can't do that here. We have a word of the bay sign written in crayon. Like, just... On hanging. the napkins. Yeah. <laughs> Leave us alone. Recording in process. Hey, could you guys shut up? We're trying to record a podcast. Thanks. <laughs> I'm glad everybody sort of thought we were out. Jared said he we got him as well. Yeah. Oh, good. I think we could do that. I think I think if we if we promoted it right and we got uh, drunk I don't think promotion up. or anything like they do hosting uh, draft parties and everything. As long as we're ordering food, I don't think they give a shit. Yeah, exactly. Get Justin Pulaski to come. Yeah, really, he'll, he'll bring us. Like- <laughs> at least 75 people to that place with special guest Pulaski. i'm gonna tr- actually uh as football season approaches i have a lot of guests in my back pocket and i haven't like um drawn the cards yet to to uh, oh but they'll be coming they'll be coming yes yeah. as, as football season approaches I, we're gonna have a lot of guests on the podcast that i've just been wanting to get on but it's just it's not been football season so there's nothing to talk about so like i want to get them on when when they can actually like contribute something major to the show as opposed to like yep it's still the off yeah, season right now if we had Pulaski on the show we'd been asking him who's the five people he'd want to punch in the media yeah, right yeah and what do you think about miko grimes like that's what we'd be asking him yeah like, i've been in uh i've been going hard in savvy piscatelli's dms that might happen we'll see i have reed brigniak's phone number mm. and I, it's that's not, not true at all no no don't no. expect savvy no, no, no. on this oh, oh. <laughs> It's yeah. I, I legit have Reed Brignac's phone number, and the reason I know is because he comes up as like a suggestion for Snapchat, and it, like when I see his like avatar, it's him. I'm like, fucking hey, that's his number. Like I have his, I have <laughs> his phone number. Yeah, some drunk guy. What downtown, a bus you were. Some guy in St. Pete was like, hey, do you want Reed Brignac's phone number? I was like, fuck yeah, I want his phone number. <laughs> 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 I've texted him a few times. I'm like, you're the man. Yeah, dude, it's totally him on the show. He's not doing anything. Does he say anything back? No, he's never texted me back to the point where I thought it wasn't his number until Snapchat when I saw like the Snapchat suggested him to me and it was Reed fucking Brignac. So you're probably blocked at this point. No, I I don't know. I mean, I mean maybe. maybe. Yeah, maybe. Isn't he a Yankee now? Should I give it out? I'll give it out right now. Please don't. 
You guys want to hear? It? You guys want to breed? Okay, I'm sorry. No, I won't. I'm, Let's I'm not sorry. do that. That is not cool. I, that is not I like cool. Podcast, and I also like having money that I don't have to spend in court cases. Exactly. I don't. I don't condone yeah. that kind of behavior. Let's get. Let's get to the goddamn list. Top five sports figures we'd like to punch. Number five, Reaper Niak. In the face. <laughs> no. Text him. Tell him I want to punch him in the face. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's start. Let's do. Let's go with. Um, with. Uh, you want to go with me? I'll no, let's first. start with Anthony because Anthony's last. No, time. no, no, no. Nick went. Nick went first. Yeah. I oh, went first last time. I was gonna go in. Okay, let's go in reverse alphabetical order then. Uh, okay. So it'll be you, Anthony, then me. Yeah, that's what we, that's okay, what we agreed on twenty minutes ago. <laughs> hey, I'm not trying to bullshit our, our our listening audience here, guys. All right. Except, Number five. except it, when it comes to making me look good, then I'm going to bullshit the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else. Go yeah. ahead, Dick. So number he, five. Before he comes up with another brilliant brainwave. He's a, he's a commentator for ESPN. Um, Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless is the co-host for First Take. He's kind of like a older version of uh, God, who am I? I? I can't picture his face or I can picture his face. I can't think of his name, but it looks like somebody left him in the microwave <laughs> <laughs> because I don't know. He just, he's an asshole. He has so many strong opinions that are usually differing from what everybody would consider the norm. And I just, he's God awful annoying. And, you know, I know it's his co-host that helps him make it annoying, but, you know, I'm sure he's going to appear on somebody else's list all over my own. But Skip Bayless is my number five. I want to punch him right in his face. Yeah, I, Skip, Skip, he's like a non-person to me. He's like, <laughs> I, I don't even, I don't acknowledge his existence because it's I'm just. I'm sure he's a fine dude. Like, oh, yeah. Of that show. Yeah, yeah. But. But I mean, God, his, I want to punch his personality in his face. His public, his public image is just like I, I don't, I don't. You're, you, you're just a, you're just a spouter of bullshit. You're just trying to get people riled up so that you'll get retweets and clicks and shit. And you're just, I don't, I don't care about you. You're, yeah. you're a non-person to me. Well, the fact that, you know, I know I, I've made it clear on here that I don't have cable, but every YouTube clip or ESPN clip I go to that has him in it infuriating to watch him talk and have a stupid opinion and they've been given money for it that's what bothers me about it is the fact that he has terrible opinions about it and he has terrible takes on things but they give him a lot of money for it fox gives him a lot of money now he yeah. left espn yeah, he oh left yeah ESPN, like literally yesterday all right is it my turn it's yep. your turn all right number five and this is not like a gigantic sports figure by any means i mean he, he kind of is at least on twitter but uh my number five is clay travis uh he's an analyst college football mostly for fox sports one uh he's a fucking hypocrite and i hate him i don't want to punch him in his stupid face uh when the fsu thing was going on with Jameis winston he was all over that oh this guy needs to be suspended and so was i let's not get this wrong but you know this guy needs to be suspended forever and all that and he's a big tennessee fan by the way uh, all this Tennessee stuff starts coming out of pay- about Peyton Manning and their sexual assault scandals and all that kind of stuff. And uh, he's like, oh, no, don't worry about it. You know, just sweep that under the rug. Uh, so, yeah, he's a fucking hypocrite. And I hate him. And I want to punch him in his stupid smug face. His name is Clay what? 
Travis. Clay Travis. I don't. I. I feel. I. I wonder why I never heard of him before. Yeah, it's probably best that you haven't. Clay Travis. That's mine. Hmm. I don't know the. I, I don't know the name. Yeah, I kind of went out of the box for that one. <laughs> Leave it to Anthony to get one one you know screwball pitch in there. All hey, right. I hate him, and I couldn't. I could not put him on my list. So my yeah. uh, my number five is a is a local guy. Right here in the, the Tampa Bay area. I don't know if he's still in the Tampa Bay area, but uh, he was at some point. Uh, he worked for the now defunct 987 The Fan. And mm. I don't know what it is about, about him. I think I'm sure like oh. I'm sure in person he's a nice guy and he's a good he's a good dude because like a lot of people like him. Like they seem to like him. But for some reason, like his voice on the radio just seems so condescending and disingenuous. Uh, Mark Ryan, like like his yeah yeah he's, he's like like he's gotta, my, guys what you need to understand about the buccaneers and greg Schiano is i'm like oh brother like you like it you it's kind of just sounds like you're always talking down to me but you don't know what you're talking about like that's 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 his like that his, his mo him to be a sports broadcaster i guess so but a lot of people seem to like him and I, so that makes me feel like maybe i'm being an asshole but like just something about his voice and like the way he, he just got this weird kind of hokey radio guy voice like guys you know what is about evan longoria he's gonna hit 20 home runs a year but he's also gonna strike out a bunch like, I don't know. I just kind of want to punch him in the face a little bit. Like, <laughs> well, Stop he does it. have a punchable voice. Talk, so talk normal. <laughs> like, just shut up. And it, it, like, I've seen Kyle, like, punch his radio and discuss. Well, a lot, of his, a lot of his takes are just sort of just, like, easy Skip Bayless kind of, like, drum up the phone calls. Take. Yeah. Like, he, he basically takes somebody else's comments, rewords it to say the exact same thing in his own way. And then he does his elongated pronunciation thing. Ugh, yeah, I just uh... let me get this straight. Is he the guy that fills in for Steve Dumick sometimes? Sometimes I don't know what he's doing now. He he used to he's do basically what what the backup is on six twenty when they can't get um what's his name from Bright House Sports Network, uh, JP Pearson. No, J uh, JP right or Tigger? Oh, 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 I don't, I don't. Anyways, I don't know. For some reason, like there's, there's just something about his his voice and the way he talks to you that makes me want to just like reach through the, the radio and be like, "Stop it! Like, just talk like a normal guy. Like, <laughs> nobody wants you to do the, that fucking radio voice. You're not doing the weather forecast. You're you're talking about sports. I feel like some guys That's are it. stuck in the 1940s when it comes to radio. Yeah, like they just get on the air. They're like, today in today in sports, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, Stop. he hit a ding over the over the left field wall. It was quite a doozy out there at Tropicana yeah, they, Field. They, they find words. He he finds ways to to incorporate words that you haven't heard in two decades. Well, I mean, I, I don't like think it's that. <laughs> I, it's just he just I don't know. It's, it's either that or the way over the top. Like, hey, wacky yeah. sound effect. That's what I think. That's who I feel like he is. I feel like he's going to like, hey, ninety four times the fan. Like we're gonna miss you. Right. He did. He also did the like the extrava or the really over the top asking the radio like, "Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me, Tampa?" Uh, like he... <laughs> those are my. That's what. That's my favorite when the guy's solo in the studio and does that, and then leaves that pause mm -hmm. like as if like, we're supposed to be like in our car. Like, yeah, Mark yeah. Ryan. 
Yeah, you understand me. That's bullshit. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just like putting on the Joe Rogan podcast as I quickly turn off my exactly. radio so I don't have to listen to it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> he is one of those guys that makes me turn off the radio, so I'll give you that. So that was my number five. All right. Good All right, Nicholas. Five. My number four, and maybe you guys might find this a little funny being this early on my list, but my number four is Barry Melrose. You m- What's that? Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. Just uh, the thing is, no, Barry, no, Barry please. Melrose, how how long did he coach the team? Like 24, 25 games. It was like two weeks. It feels like yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't much. So I just want to punch him in his stupid head because immediately after being fired from the Tampa Bay Lightning, who might I add, everybody in the sports zeitgeist considers a non-hockey market. After we fire his ass, CNSB, or ESPN hires him as an NHL expert analyst. <laughs> They're only one, really, besides, yep. like, Boots de Gras. So, Barry Melrose made a comment about our captain, and this was a long time ago, and it was his first year, I believe, his first year coming up and playing in the, in the NHL. And... It was just like Anthony said, Barry, Barry Melrose was only the coach for a few weeks for us. And in that amount of time, he managed to deduce that Steven Stamkos needs a little more seasoning in the minors. A little bit more well, salt. Let me just tell you a little something about that's happened since Barry Melrose said those <laughs> words. And uh, yeah, Stamkos is the second highest scoring person in the NHL since those words have been uttered from Barry Melrose's mouth. So I want to punch him in his really stupid face. Stupid slicked back hair, fucking smug. Trying to keep the Bolton style, man. Yeah. He looks like a guy that I would go out of my way to bully. He's the classic ESPN guy because, like, he just got his name from he coached Gretzky for uh, like a few years, and and like it's fucking Wayne Gretzky. Like, of course yeah, he, your your team's gonna do well, and then by virtue of that, he's like, well, he's good enough to be on ESPN. And exactly. he says the most simple shit. Like, they'll show a highlight of Sidney Crosby score goal and be like, yeah, look at that wrist shot. That's world class <laughs> from Sidney Crosby. Yeah, no shit, it's world class from Sidney Crosby. Thanks for breaking down that play, Barry. That's really good of you, Barry. Yeah, exactly. I feel like a lot of his replays, I find myself, oh, really, Barry? Really? Is that what you think? <laughs> he gets real quiet when they show us highlight of Stamco scoring, too. Yeah. Real oh. fucking quiet. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, like, I... Takes over for lightning highlights because you know another... he's in the corner like that mother. Those motherfuckers, they don't know the talent that is Barry Melrose. Stamco is going to score here, wisdom. but, you know, I feel like I could have done that. I feel like he's just not ready. Yeah, he that doesn't look like that exactly. good of a shot. His thought process towards hockey is just infuriating because he he's like your older sibling that when you have a good idea, they take it and it's theirs. Because up until last season, he wouldn't make one mention of the Lightning. Like, even if we were a really, really good team, he would just – Oh, I think the Montreal Canadiens are going to take it from them just because of the sheer experience that they have over the Tampa Bay Lightning. And, like, literally, that was the only time he actually said the word Tampa Bay Lightning. He coached 16 games for the Lightning. 16 games. That's crazy good experience. You know who fired him? The worst ownership group possibly in NHL history, OK Hockey. They even knew (laughs) that he was a fucking mistake. Yeah. I remember when we hired him. It was like, "Yeah, we got Barry Melrose." <laughs> hey, right. <laughs> I was, I was, I was 2008. Jeez, I don't want to do the math, but I was pretty young then. 
And like, but I even knew, I was like, why the hell are we hiring Barry Melrose? Like there wasn't anybody better on the market that we could get. But at the time the, the franchise was a joke. So I guess you have to hire a joke. Exactly. Exactly. He was a publicity hire. Oh, totally. For 100%. Like, Hey, if I can remember this dude, he coached Gretzky. Remember? <laughs> yeah, so at that point, Gretzky was coaching himself, but. Oof. I guess you got to get it out of your system. You know, your your franchise is a joke. You hire a joke, kind of like the Bucks when they hired Greg Schiano. Yeah, got to parade a guy around, and then the next move seems like it's in a power positive direction. Yeah. Okay, that's but, good. Yeah, that's my number four, Barry Melrose. Good number four. All right, my number four, and this is now now we're, I was outside of the box. Now we're getting back in the box. Is uh, it's Colin Cowherd. Former host of Sports Nation on ESPN, what is now that? a radio host for Fox. I would. I, he now has a, lot a show called The Herd, right? Yeah, The Herd with Colin Cowherd. How fucking creative! But uh, <laughs> I, I just I don't like him. I feel like all his takes are are almost Skip Bayless like, but a little like if just tone him if he just toned him down a little bit and gave him a really shitty haircut. That would that would be he Colin does have a shitty haircut. He really does. He's is... trying to hold on to that hairline, but it's just not working. What does he do? But um, he's a radio dude. He's a radio National radio guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he used to host Sports Nation with Michelle Beadle. Well, back when Sports Nation was actually a good show. But um, I just I hate him. I hate his style. I, I he just feels so. He feels like his whole show is just one big clickbait, basically. Exactly. It feels like a, a, a internet article that you, when you get to the end of the commercial break, you have to hit next on the page of six or seven. Cam Newton did this, and you won't believe it. Coming up exactly. next on the herd. He does. He does have those lead-ins that are like those. He comes Esquire back and it's magazines. like Cam Newton bought a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Just fuck him. I hate him. It's good. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that leaves me for number four. And then after this, we gotta reset that goddamn Nixler chat. But Ooh. my number four, um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going. I'm gonna take out a personal vendetta against this guy. My number four is John Butchgross. Um, <laughs> Ooh, fuck that's, that. That's a little. I wasn't expecting that. Fuck that guy. How dare you tell me I can't boo Marty St. Louis in my house after oh, he yeah. after he jilted us. Uh, uh, and demanded a trade, and somehow it's wrong for us to boo him. You're a fucking Boston fan, and you booed Matt or Johnny Damon every time he came back to the goddamn. He like his his argument that like oh well, real fans don't boo their fucking uh, you know real fans don't do this. Uh, bullshit. Real fans do it all the time. Packer fans did it when when Brett Favre came back to to Lambeau. Uh, Red Sox fans do it every time Johnny Damon comes back to Boston. Like, shut the fuck up and get off your goddamn high horse. Oh, you don't boo. He made so much for your franchise. Like, shut up. <laughs> shut up. He Go did. fuck yourself. <laughs> and what's the – what is an overtime challenge? I don't even know what the no, fuck that, that is. John Bucci-Gross with a stroke. What's it? What's what's an overtime challenge? Uh, the the Bucci goes over overtime challenge. What are you doing? You're just trying to get your goddamn name out there so you can sell T-shirts or, or give away T-shirts and get fucking more. Who cares about your overtime challenges? Fuck out of here. <laughs> Meanwhile, our hockey team does lightning strikes, which gives away T-shirts. But... Yeah, well, you know what? It, we're, it's 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 fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> fuck Bucci Gross. <laughs> My favorite, my favorite Kyle reactions are the ones where you start poking holes in his things. 
It's just like you could just like you could just like hear him just like plugging it up with his fingers and stuff like that. Like no, 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 no. But fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm never. I've never said I'm not a hypocrite. No, it's just, I'm, I'm no, kidding. Fuck but. that guy. <laughs> like we other we. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can't. Explain. I'm not. I don't. I like. I, I get your pick totally, but I don't have that much hate towards him. What's I he mean, doing? I what did is it at the time? But like, it's just. Who cares? What's the point? overtime challenge? You got to pick who scores. Yeah, you pick one player from each team, and if they score, he might. You get randomly selected out of all the people that do that challenge to like get a T-shirt. Yeah. It's just like one person. Fuck him. He's just trying to. <laughs> I don't know. I, I took place of it once, and I just put both goalies as the people that score, and that was it. Uh, <laughs> that's the Which you know, is such an overplayed joke now. And the other, the reason I hate him is because one, he works for ESPN. Two, he's he got up on his moral high horse about booing players. So, fuck him. I don't, I, I don't take kindly to sportscasters dictating to the, the audience, whether a fan base or audience for a national game. I don't like how you dictate like, oh, the, you're better than this people. Like, who the fuck are you? Yeah, who are you, bro? Maybe Seriously. I'm not better than that. Exactly. Yeah, you don't fucking know me. I'm drunk and angry. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my PDQ and my fucking seat that I paid for, you could suck a dick. I'm going to boo whoever I want to boo. Okay, we're ready to move on to number three. But before we do that, we got the Mixler chats and the red with four minutes left. We got to reset that. So why don't we just take a break? We'll We'll tease the second half of our lists after this break. You guys come back and we'll do that. How's that sound? Okay. All right, ready? Break. Two questions for you guys. Am I original? Am I the only one? Um, then head on over to lootcrate.com slash shark, and they want you to join them for their futuristic July as they uh, celebrate some of pop culture's favorite prognostications of science in the future. Uh, look towards tomorrow with items from Rick and Morty, Futurama, Star Trek, Mega Man, Valiant Comics, and Star Trek again. I guess they must have it twice. Cool. Uh, they've included a model, a figure, uh, and their monthly tea and pin. So what is Loot Crate, guys? Loot Crate is a service for 20 bucks a month. You're going to get six to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and a hell of a lot more. You have usually until the 19th, uh, 9 p.m. Pacific time to subscribe and receive that month's box. So if you guys like this future-themed box, you only have until the 19th of this month to get that box. And then after that, you're not getting it anymore. So if you're a big Rick and Morty fan, if you're a big Futurama or Star Trek fan, uh, you may want to check out this month's box. And time is running out. Time is of the essence, guys. You can't you can't fast forward to the future to get this box ever again. In fact, if you fast forward to the future, you're gonna you're gonna fuck yourself because you're not gonna get your hands on this loot crate. Um, so make sure you head on over to lootcrate.com/shark. Enter the promo code Shark Dropper. Uh, you're gonna save yourself 10% off your first loot crate. And it's it's a forty five dollar value in every crate. You're getting it for twenty bucks a month, and you're gonna get even you're gonna get it for even less than that uh, by going to lootcrate.com slash shark. You put in the promo code Shark Dropper, and it's also gonna help us out. Uh, it's a lot of cool stuff. I really like the way that that every loot crate was was uh, laid out, and uh, it, it's a lot of neat, cool things in it. So if you're into all that kind of stuff. You want to save a little bit of money on it as well? Lootcrate.com slash shark. Promo code SHARKDROPPER. No, I have not seen a SeaWorld video. Yeah. What is it? He's just like talking about the whales and stuff like that. Like whales. What, James Earl Jones? 
but he makes it set like I, usually I wouldn't give a shit about the weight of a killer whale, but he's like this thousand pound orca, as he you know as he says. <laughs> it's just like okay, I'm gonna sit here and watch this PBS video on SeaWorld for the next two hours. I like that. Hmm. I think you do that. Like I can make anything interesting. Oh wow! Everybody's kind of tweeting their um, punchable faces. Yeah, their punchable faces like right it. now. Rafi Torres says Christina Gunn. Um, she says that better be on the list. Uh, who else? Anybody say, anybody say anything J- else? JTHV said... Um, Stu Sternberg. Owner Stu in the face. <laughs> Stu Sternberg. Well, you know what, guys? <laughs> let's let's get back to the list. Let's get... Uh-oh. who's Who did we leave off on? Nick, I believe... Yeah, my, it was you. My number three. Your number three. Punchable, most punchable face in recent. So... My number three is former Rays general manager Andrew Friedman. Oh, ouch! Picante. Yeah, I want to punch him right in his face. I'm gonna look up his not face only, right now. Not only for abandoning this franchise that he's orchestrated, and uh, oh yeah, I would totally but, punch that face. But I want to punch him in the face for another reason because when he signed his contract that many years ago. He put an opt-out clause in for our head coach or our manager at the time that he could get out when the GM does because that would change his job interest. Well, this fucking asshole is the reason we don't have Joe Madden on the Rays anymore. Or at least we we didn't have him for an extra season because he left one year before his contract was up. So, yeah, Andrew Friedman, now the president of the Los Angeles Dodgers. I want to get on a plane, fly into Cali, take a few pictures, and punch him in his goddamn face. Yeah, I just I just tweeted, or not, I didn't just tweet, but I just put it in the Mixler chat, a, a link or a photo, that if you could check that out. That's that's a very punchable face, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Just, like, a little bit, like, not hard. I don't, I don't want him to go to the hospital or anything. I just want to kind of just, like, in the nose. Maybe it bleeds a little bit. Just With like, his Terminator-style glasses? Yeah. Or, or no? Just kind of give him a little bop, like a little, you fucker. Asshole. Yeah, right in the face. Hey, yeah. Jose's on. Hey, what's up, Jose? Hey, man, his, his teeth are so white because he wiped it with all the money that he was keeping from us uh, when we were in Tampa. They're oh, yeah. Fit. He just turned, he rolled it up and turned it into floss. Yep. God damn it. That, that, that's collusion on the highest level. Friedman and, and Madden were like, look, I'm going to go to the Dodgers. That's my dream job. Madden's like, oh, I'm going to go to the Cubs. That's my dream job. And they just had the most – they just they, they might have circle jerked. They might have jerked each other off. I don't know what I, – I don't know. I wasn't there. That's just speculation. I mean, I, like, sources are telling me that that's what might have happened. But. And I find it hilarious that they, they – then they're like their last real year together. They decided to go all in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they uh. were just like, fuck, fuck the future. Yeah, <laughs> we go in the team failed. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. Peace out, both of them. Peace out. The Dodgers. <laughs> Look at their farm system. <laughs> the fucking <God. laughs> Grant Balfour. <laughs> I wonder what that whole that whole failed physical thing was about. Uh, I don't fucking know. Oh, oh, yeah. What? <laughs> what? We talking about? So I got to add. I mean, this, un- this has nothing to do with Friedman, but we had a somebody who registered and made an account on Mixler just to tell us 100% curse shilling. Are you serious? Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a, that's fun. a fungible face. Who, who said that? All the comments oh, shit. Recently. Thomas. That's Thomas. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. Kurt Schilling. <laughs> Actually, a really good pick. With his, a great pick. With his racist ass, bigoted tweets. And, yeah. <laughs> and he was a Red Sox, so that's enough to punch him right there. All right, Anthony, you're number three. My number three, and uh, this is one of Andrew Katzman's favorite people. Oh! 
he's a b- reporter for the Boston Globe. Oh, his yes. name is Peter Abraham. Uh, every time he comes to the trop with the Red Sox, because of course that's who he covers, uh, he has to make some sort of snarky comment about the stadium for all his Boston followers, and they all laugh, ha ha, you know, in in their little circle <laughs> dimensions. And uh, yeah, fuck you. How about that? How about that? Fuck you. I'm so tired of him coming. You know, look at the trop. Oh, what a joke. Oh, you know, I fuck off, man. We already get enough <laughs> shit. Like, why do you have to come here and just like spread your shit all over Twitter? And with your it, look up a picture of this fucking guy and he, tell me that he doesn't have the stupidest haircut. You he know? looks like, yeah, his, yeah. He's he looks like uh, if, it's like a cross between a fade and if he like dipped his head in flour. Like, he, he looks like if 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 Patton Oswalt and Carlos Mencia had a baby. <laughs> oh man, that would be like half annoying, half great. That's what he <laughs> looks really like. Bad goatee. Yeah, and he's he always got to. He looks like he looks like he should be black, but he's not black. You know what I mean? Like it, like he's got like the the features of a black guy and the hairstyle of a black guy, but like he's not black. He's 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 a strange looking dude, and yeah, he does talk a lot of shit about us when he's in Tropicana Field. He loves taking those shots. Yeah, take your fucking shots, man. Yeah, fuck this guy. Anyways, overrated as fuck. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, he's. Uh, hey, look! All the Trop needs to do. Trop needs to just stick around for another twenty years, and then it'll be a a, a historic venue, right? Just like the goddamn <laughs> Astrodome, or you know, the Fenway Park. Or, yeah, fuck your field. Who cares? You <laughs> bullshit sight lines. That's what I'm gonna hop on. view, motherfuckers. Let's let's just forget the fact that I'd love to go there and like check it out. But you know, of fuck course. that. Fuck that place. Yeah. The bucket list, but still, fuck yeah, it. Piss on the monster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh man, I would love to get banned from Fenway. That's where I'm gonna bring my butt basket of balls. Oh, that's Word like the first YouTube video to go up on the Word of the Bay. <laughs> YouTube is a vlog from us getting banned at Fenway. <laughs> Does that leave? Is that me? Does that leave me? That's you on number three. Um, yeah, you're number three. Number three. My number three. I'm gonna go with an actual athlete. I'm going to go with an actual player of the game. Uh, my number three is a guy that I've hated for a long, long time. Uh, he is a uh, he's a hockey player. There is actually a rule named after him because he's such an asshole. Uh, he makes a lot of purses. He harasses a lot of homeless people. His name is Sean Avery. And fuck that guy. He's just he like likes purses. Yeah. What is what? Like, he, he, he's made a name for himself in the National Hockey League. From just for just being an asshole, for just for for distracting the goalie, or, or or just talking a bunch of shit with his douchey little glasses, and it's just he's oh he's hockey's bad boy. You know what I don't like about him the most is the fact that when people shit talk in other sports, yeah, it's okay. There's space in other sport or in professional sports for shit talkers, but Sean Avery does it off the ice. He does it in the locker room. He does it in the interviews. He does it everywhere he's just a shit talker yeah he just doesn't seem like a good person like at all like he just seems like a like a, an asshole all around he seems there's like... a there's a there's a line every time i hear sean avery's name and it's from peter laviolette when he was coaching the flyers and it's just it's very simple it's watch that fucking avery man as he's like sitting behind the <laughs> like that 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 just sums up sean avery because if you're not looking he's gonna do some dirty fucking shit mm-hmm. like yeah that's in 
and especially when you're not looking, because there's been tons of times where he's backed down from fights when someone gets in his face. That's the thing. Yeah. He's the antithesis of like, you don't answer the call when someone comes at you. Right. Yeah. He's like, if it's not cheating, if you don't get caught. And then when he does get caught, it's kind of like, oh, I was doing Like, he started it. Yeah. The whole screening thing, too, like in, in the playoffs, they had to make a rule for it, like the Avery rule. It's a goddamn thing in the playoffs. Like, the was, NHL has never made a rule quicker than the Sean Avery rule. That was like the next day because there was – look, it was legal. He was putting a stick up in front of Broder's face. No one had done that because no one's that much of an asshole but Sean Avery. Exactly. And and, uh, and the next day it was in the rule book. Like, yeah, oh, whoa, fucking can't do that. Fuck that guy. So Especially to Marty Broder who – but gotten some fights too. I'm surprised he didn't kick his ass. For yeah, really. I would love to see a Sean Avery Marty Berger fight. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my number three, Sean Avery. Good pick. Like Good number pick. three. Yeah. yeah. All right, my number two, and my number two could honestly, I was debating on keeping him at my number one for a long time, but my number one has a special place in my heart. For where I hate him. Playing games with my house. So my number two is Stephen A. Smith. Oh, you would both first take guys. I was just gonna say, like he would do do first take guys. Stephen A. Smith. Only. I I hate Stephen A. Smith. He's a non-person. He's the only person I'm. I'm. He's the only black person I'm positive is more racist than most actual southerners <laughs> he is beyond like he is a conspiracy everythingist yeah okay although yeah, everything happens to him everything you know, is not you know it's just even when he's wrong and he's called out for being wrong it wasn't what he was talking about you misconstrued how i interpreted like man fuck you you're wrong a lot i um I would agree with that for the most part. Like I, I feel like a lot of what he says, he's just doing to drum up controversy to get his name out there, to exactly. get ESPN's name out there. But like he did say something recently where I was like, "Fuck, I hate that I agree with him on this." But like when he talked about Steph Curry and what what Steph Curry did when he get, went to uh, um, Golden State, or not Steph Kevin Curry, Durant. oh Kevin Durant, yeah, Kevin Durant when he went to Golden State, I was like, "Yeah, that, that, I guess I kind of agree with that." Just taking the taking the easy way out, try to get your championship. But, yes, but one accurate statement does not make up for a career of dickishness. But his career is about being a dick. I know. But that's I'm why that's, that. that's like like I totally understand and very viable picks for the first take guys. At the same time, like, come on, man. Like those guys are they're they're paid to do that. They're paid to be wrong and to rile up people and stuff like that. Yeah, like, but Mike Golick isn't on our list, Mike Green isn't on our list. Yeah, like but he, they're yeah, they're ex- others. Guys are they manage to display news to us? You know, honestly, for a long time I was thinking, you know what, I'm going to put Mel Kiper on this list, and I realized, like, do I really <laughs> hate him, or do I just really hate the fact that his name gets mentioned every time there's like the worst part of football comes out? Well, look, I'm Nick- talking about a character that looks like he belongs on the Munsters. It's Mel Kiper. <laughs> yeah, Eddie Munster. <laughs> You're not wrong, Nick. I mean, he's definitely an, he's definitely an asshole, but I think he's just like he's a professional asshole. Like that's the thing. Like, Which that's, is why he's number two. That's his gig. Okay, fair he's enough. He's really good at it. That's what we're saying. Fair enough. Okay. All right. Well, as I say that, as a professional asshole, I, my number two is also a professional asshole. But I don't think 
that it's all like scripted and that he's they're asking him to do this. My number two is Mike Milbury. Mike uh, Milbury. Post game host for the NBC Sports hockey guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's a he's one of their their talking heads like a Jeremy Roenick and stuff like that. But I just fucking hate him because in a world where hockey is advancing forward and it's becoming about advanced stats and skill and stuff like and we're getting away from the you need a, you need a grinder and a fighter on your team. Like he's still like hanging on to that, and he talks about players. Like he'll he'll say Sidney Crosby is having a bad game because he's not throwing enough hits. But, okay, yeah, Sydney yeah. Cros- all right. Yeah. Yeah, this is that same guy that. Yeah. He, he talked about how Stamkos is having a, a poor game because he's not he's not relevant in the corners. It's like that's that's not his game, guy. That's no. He's made a career about being wrong about players, and and riling up twitter and stuff like that but he's just bad he's bad at his job and i don't think it's on purpose i I'd like really to just think that he's a fucking old school asshole i'd like to to read a selection from our mixer chat if i could this is from uh grape welsh 13 he says mike is the biggest hawks bias fuckface dickhead in the world and i hope he has a heart attack that is all thank you grape welsh. <laughs> thank you thank you for, for that. your wonderful insight yeah, yeah. It's like you're reading a passage from a, a noted poem. He's <laughs> like Shakespeare over here. Fucking Billy Shakespeare over here. Jesus so that's Christ. my number two. I'm, I'm done with that. Why does my iTunes keep playing? What the fuck is going on over here? Kyle's number two is iTunes. Uh, well, no. For some <laughs> reason, my iTunes keeps wanting to... to if iTunes had a face, I'd punch it. ...to play. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, stop with your constant updates. It, like, it's opening. Like... Ah, drive me crazy. And Steam is open for some reason too. Why is Steam open? Jesus Christ. Kyle, number two. My number two. <laughs> Got my list right here. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna just stick with the uh, with the world of sports, or I'm sorry, with the world of active players, and I'm gonna go with a guy who a Tampa team sees him every year. Uh, we play him every year. He beats us most years, <laughs> and he went to the Super Bowl last year with uh. his with his dumb end zone celebration, his stupid, oh, we're about to have words. perfect smile, and his his goddamn talent and how talented he is. Fuck this guy. Uh, Cam Newton is my uh, number two most punchable oh, face in God. sports. Look at, when he whenever he smiles, just that big toothy smile. I'm like, fucking. Just you. want to hit him a little bit. Just fucking, right. like I know do he would. Hate, do you hate the fact? Okay. Uh, he would turn hate... me into a pile of mush if, like, we were in the same room together. Like, I, like, like me punching him in the face would involve like me punching him and like, ah, run! <laughs> He's gonna kill me. If Cam, Newton, if Cam Newton was a Pittsburgh Steeler, would you hate him? Fuck no. Okay. <laughs> I'd, so, I'd so pro- really, Kyle's number two is the Carolina Panthers. Oh, I mean, that's, no, I've never still like Steve Smith. I've, so, so the, what we're taking from this is that Kyle needs to go out into the woods and find a panther and punch it in the face. <laughs> he's just so good. I hate he's he's so he's so awesome. Why does he have to be in our division? Like, why can't you go play for another team where I can like you? But like, you why do you have to be in our division and beat us twice a year and we have to see your goddamn face on Sports Center just throwing the god? Dude, I'm so fucking tired of Tom Brady clones. It's fun to have a quarterback who likes to have fun. I know it is fun to have a quarterback that likes to have fun. That's why I wish he was in another division. 
Like don't yeah. like I like watching him two two weeks two weeks a year. Come it's starting to sound like a, like a cat in the hat. Fun to fun one, but you have to know how. Yes, exactly. Get it like go away. Like go please go play in the the like any other NFC or AFC, AFC division. Yeah, or even the NFC. Like whatever. Go play for the Eagles or something. I don't give a fuck. Just like stop being in our division. I hate you. Like you you destroy us and it's awesome. But I hate you. Kyle's number two is the configuration of the NFC South. Yes, it is. Fuck that guy. Fuck, fuck Cam Newton. Go play for Green Bay or something. I don't know. Go. I'll yeah. say this much: he was in my honorable mention. So, wow, I hate both of you. And he does the d- goddamn dab. Oh, I do dab. Yeah, I'm so cool. No, yeah, you are. It's fucking fun, man. He walked fun. out. He walked. Oh, it's real fun when you lose in a championship game and you give three answers and you walk off pouting. That's real fun. Okay, no, Nick, now, now you're going. Look, I don't blame the guy for being – he's a competitor, but at the same time, fuck him because he's in our division, and I, I don't I don't, I don't want to play him. really he wishes that all the quarterbacks in the division were white. I don't want to – what? No, excuse me. <laughs> wait, wait. Whoa. whoa. Hold on. I, I did not say that. <laughs> <laughs> did not say that. Look. I'm kidding. Drew Brees is half black. Obviously. Yeah. He's from New Orleans. Yeah, basically. Yeah, makes him black. No, I just I, if he was in any other division besides ours, I I I would love the shit out of him. But because so we have to play the McNabb syndrome. What's that? Yeah, Does it is. Have, like, yeah, McNabb syndrome. Yeah, it's the same thing with Donovan McNabb. I wanted to punch him in the face for for most of my uh, teen years because because he was playing for the Eagles. That was one of our biggest rivals, and he would beat us every he was year. The one kicking our shit in. Yeah, but he was awesome. <laughs> like I, I couldn't help with like fuck me. Like this guy's pretty good. I, I, I just never got the hate. With Cam Newton, and even though he's in our division, and I, yeah, of course, like when he scores us, I'm like, God damn it! But I can't hate him. Like he's out there, he's out there running around like a little kid, having fun. Like, I, dude, you're getting paid millions of dollars to play a game. Like, you should have fun. Fuck it. Yeah, you're right. You're not wrong. I'm just saying. No, I totally understand why you picked him. I wish he played for the Broncos, or you know, any other team. The Jaguars, pick a pick a team, Dolphins, <laughs> whoever. They'll play for the Panthers, Saints, or the Falcons. Well, we're going to be stuck with them for a while. So. Uh, God. <sighs> I hope that, I, maybe, maybe it'll be like a CBA thing where he'll just, like, he'll default on. No, some we'll see what's going to do. What's going to happen is, is something crazy is going to happen with the Panthers, and they're not going to be contendable, or they're not going to be in contention anymore, and Dallas is going to come in, and Jerry Jones is going to wave a bunch of money at him. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe he's gonna go play for Dallas. Okay, number ones, right? Yep. Oh yeah, number ones. Because we got it. We're this is taking over the whole podcast. Yeah. Who thought? We got lots of hate in our heart. Yeah. Let's it out. So Kyle knows who my number one is. I guarantee it. Um, because this Jason Pierre-Paul ruins my Sunday night football every goddamn time. Oh. My number one is Chris Collinsworth. I, I want to punch him in the face. Hey, hey, Nick, so hey Nick, did you know Jimmy Graham was a basketball player? Did you know that? Yeah. Yep. No. Did, look at that vertical leap. <laughs> Jimmy Graham once played basketball at the University of I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Chris Collinsworth it adds the worst, most useless information. You know, there's a joke about how John Madden, when he would broadcast, he would say something. Here's a guy, when he runs, he goes faster. And <laughs> it's a joke because Madden would say things somewhat similar to that. 
But Chris Collinsworth is literally dissecting the rules of a catch. It's like now when you're the, the ball meets your hands, it can't jostle. It needs to stay firmly within the grasp of your two palms. And, you know, as it's somebody who's watched football, like a chicken. Yeah. <laughs> I just fucking hate his stupid face. If you ever look, pull up an image of him and tell me you don't want to knock him, knock his teeth out. And this is coming from somebody who, I mean, I guess I have a small history with him. My um, father-in-law used to room with him at UF, or at least in the same dorm yeah, house. A, he was a receiver. Yeah, he he was a receiver for UF. That's Another reason I need to fucking hate him. That's why like, he was on the field like breaking down his catch before it even hit his hands. <laughs> I just... You know, I never knew him as a player. I never knew him as anything other than a broadcaster. But God damn, is he not? He's the most annoying individual they've ever put in front of a microphone for me. So, Chris Collinsworth, I would forego the rest of the four on my list just to punch him twice. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you remember when. Oh, Jesus. What? Are you okay? <laughs> in <laughs> Dallas, where the car barreled over everybody standing around. What? I think we've lost Kyle. Oh, God. Um, I was, well, I'm trying to look up bad Chris Collinsworth calls, and it's that video in Dallas where, like, they're bringing this, the cart out to, like, take someone off the field, but, like, they can't stop oh, it. Yeah, <laughs> so they end up, like, <laughs> mowing people over on the field. You know, this uh, is my favorite. This is one of my favorite things about Kyle is he'll start something and then not tell you the context of that thing until like five minutes later into the conversation. Welcome to my friendship. Yeah, like that was like, we thought Kyle was legitimately losing his mind over here, and all of a sudden he's like, "Oh yeah, no, this is the context." Of well, I can't find any good <laughs> Collinsworth, but I, I don't know. I think I, I feel like it's a little overblown for Collinsworth, but you know, yeah, fair. Hate him. Stab him. I want to punch him with a knife in my. I'm throat. with Nick on this one. He annoys the fuck out of me. Yeah, he's a little annoying, but whatever. He's not. He's no Phil Sims. That's all I'm saying. I'd rather have him over Phil Sims. No, yeah. God no, false. Okay, yeah, fair. false. Fair enough. False. Fair enough. False, I say. Anthony, you're number one. We got to move this. Number one. Originally Barry Melrose, uh, but that was taken from me. I ruined it. My molded friend was taken from me, but um, so I'm just gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with a group of people actually. Uh, it's actually two gentlemen. I don't know their names because I I just don't care enough, but I do know their title, and that's OK Hockey. No. Uh, oh, Owen Cools and what the? Sorry, go ahead. Eat a dick forever, OK Hockey. <laughs> forever and ever and ever and ever, you fucking assholes. I am so thankful for Jeff Finnick because he had to clean up your shit when he took over this organization. If we had kept them around, we probably wouldn't have the Lightning right now or we'd be close to losing them. That's how incompetent they are and how stupid they made the organization look for years with the stupid uniforms and the horrible personnel decisions. And every decision from top to bottom was just bad. Fuck you. You ruined one of the things I loved for a long time. Fuck you. Eat dicks for hey, if I hope both of you fucking go bankrupt. If it wasn't for him, then we wouldn't have what we have today. So, 
It's all, I don't know, maybe it's all relative. We wouldn't have Stamkos, we wouldn't have Irishman, we wouldn't have Vinnick, we wouldn't have any of that. If not no, for, Jeff, okay. Jeff Vinnick is the reason that we have Steve Eiserman and everything else that yeah, we have. Yeah, I would agree now. with that. But I mean, yeah, the, the, only, the only good thing we got from OK Hockey was fucking with Stamkos. That's it. But if not and for him. that's not him, enough to cover up their sins, I'm sorry. He had to sell the team at some point, so I don't know. Yeah, he does have a pretty punchable face. I guess he was, but he was pretty good in the community, and he was, he was at least active. But yeah, fuck that guy. It wasn't even okay hockey; it was bad hockey. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> All right, Kyle. Uh, my number one. We don't have to spend a lot of time on this, but um, the entire baseball world is is preparing to jerk this guy off uh, right now. In fact, at the All Star game the other night, there was there was this big to do with him getting on first base for some reason. Uh, I'm talking about David Ortiz, of course. There is no more punchable no more punchable face in sports, sports than Ortiz. Um, he's just an asshole. He has no I feel like he has no respect for the game. I think I, I watched him I watched him uh, in an at bat against Blake Snell where he just essentially kind of was like mocking him the entire at bat, and I'm, yeah, and I'm sure like you know baseball guys out there like ah he's just having fun as a baseball guy he's just doing his thing like <laughs> like no he's being an asshole like he's Dominican he, Homer Simpson yeah he didn't even take the goddamn bat off his shoulder because he's like oh he's gonna hurt me so I'm just gonna put the bat on my shoulder and and then he does this thing at first base where he like he like pretends like he's gonna steal but he's not like oh, shut up and play the game. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> and, and maybe like maybe 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 like step two on the goddamn home run trots. Like yeah, we're we're not all here to see you run around the fucking diamond, David Ortiz. Just get 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 goddamn to home and let's go. Let's move on with the fucking game. It's a goddamn long game. You're already winning anyways. Just keep going, please. Like stop with this bullshit. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you and your stupid face and your stupid glove pat that you do every time where you put the the bat between your balls and then you yeah it's dumb what do you need what are you doing that for what are you doing over here okay you're doing nothing you're doing nothing to help your swing you're just being an asshole fuck you in closing all right no i i could see that david ortiz is too much of a and it's not even like a he's really good like he's been really good and i know a lot of baseball purists out there think people who play DH don't really make enough or make enough towards the teams to, to you know prove that they're a full-time player. I'm kind of on that bandwagon. Like, David Ortiz is the best DH ever, but he's a liability at every position. Apparently. Well, it doesn't matter because they can just slot him in a DH every day. Apparently, Baseball Tonight has him ranked in the top ten of, of first baseman all time on their list. Yeah. I, I I get where you're coming from, Kyle, and there's been a lot of times when I've I've cursed that guy to no end because he's hit some big home run in some big situation against us. But like, like I don't hate him. I hate him in moments, but I don't like hate him all the time. Like I feel like I feel like you're kind of nitpicking a little bit with the the padding of the hands and stuff like that. Fuck him. Like if David Ortiz did a dab, Kyle would just lose his mind. Like on Twitter, just oh fuck you, like. Look, I, just, I don't have to I don't be, know. I don't be ra- I, I, I don't have to be rational just, about this. I know. I'm just being devil's advocate with this because I feel like I don't know. I, I don't I don't have that much of a problem with David Ortiz. 
Fuck him. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. Thank you. Yeah. No, that's why I'm being devil's advocate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, just like every other list we do, since you got to go last, you get to go first with your honorable mentions. Uh, oh, I just tore my list up. AJ Przinsky is, is was on my list. Uh, yeah, I, think, I don't like him. Um, Sidney Crosby, Michael Vick, Hugh Douglas. Um, Why see. Michael Vick? Yeah, because oh, of, the dog thing. Well, not the dog thing, but like I remember his, his that stupid run that he did against the Vikings, against Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so uh, hold on. I'm going to explain to you why this, why Michael Vick's an asshole in Kyle's <laughs> mind. Because during our Super Bowl video yes! commemorative thing, one of the longest segments in the game was to Michael Vick scoring. An oh, over- yeah. On the, uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, you guys. It was, it was everywhere. It was everywhere that season, right? Like every fucking commercial, every highlight was playing it. Like it was like, it was like, it could be like two, it could be like the Cardinals and the Panthers. And like uh-huh. it has no relevancy to the game, but they're still playing it. And it was everywhere that season. And then we win the Super Bowl and it's on our fucking DVD. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> fuck that run. That beautiful, you know, awesome. I'm starting to think that your Cam Newton hate is just Michael Vick hate reincarnated. <laughs> You're you are correct. Yeah, but yeah. we don't have a Derek Brooks now to to go after. <laughs> we now have one more said about who's going to stop this defense. That's true. Anthony, who's your honorable mentions? Because you said you had a couple. Michael Vick, how you going to stop him? My honorable mentions included. And this was uh, like a part-time thing, Marty St. Louis, because I've never hated somebody more than I hated him that day. That's true. That happened. Um, that and I, I completely misplaced my list, so I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. Oh, Zdeno, <laughs> Zdeno Chara. Fuck Zdeno Chara. All right, all right. That, that's it. That's it. That's all I really Pro have. football focus. And Mark Stand as well. Pretty much the entire Boston Bruins roster. Uh <laughs> Yeah, well, speaking of Bruins, my uh, my honorable mentions is Brad Marchand, because yep. fuck him. He's the one yep. who was behind Stamkos when he broke his leg. Brad face, motherfucker. Um, yeah, Brad <laughs> face, motherfucker. Um, I know you both will agree with me on this one. Todd Bertuzzi. Yeah, Todd Bertuzzi. Yeah. Yeah. He's, fuck that guy. You know, in the man's career, and then you get him back and get to play. Fuck you. You get punched in the face. Yeah, that was unbelievable. Yeah, that... I, I that can't believe I didn't alone. think of that. Yeah, I watched that play and like, how is he playing? How did he ever get back in? Well, how is he not in jail? That's the, like, <laughs> yeah, that's assault charge. That is a, that's a, that's it's, a, it's the dude. I'm telling you, it's people like Mike Milbury that fucking they let players like that exist because they just think that because way. Like, oh, if this guy can take out their yeah. player, that's good. No, mm-hmm. fuck you, man. That's the, that guy's trying to end careers out there. Like, that's there's no place yeah. for that. My Go my ahead. last punchable honorable mention is Tom Brady because that would just be awesome. I'll punch him in his perfect face. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Even though I like Tom Brady, see, you know he... what? I could probably punch him in the face, and my my hands will come back like moisturized. That's like that's like well, Tom Brady doesn't like Cam Newton. Shoe 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 on the opposite I'm foot. Watching. If if Cam Newton played for the Patriots and Tom Brady played for the Panthers, then you know you'd, you'd probably see Tom Brady be number number what two on my list. Is that where I put mm-hmm. it? Yeah. But I want to punch Cam Newton with Tom Brady. I just want to punch him a little bit. Like I just want to like just give like maybe like a bop on the nose, just like a little boop. Like, but more aggressive, more than, more aggressive than a boop. I just want him to know that I hate him for being on the Panthers. 
we got to take Kyle to a pit, the Panthers game when they come to Tampa this year. They had Matt Moore and Rodney Pete, and they had um, J- J- Jimmy Clausen. Like, just so many great Jimmy shitty quarter, so many great shitty quarterbacks in their history. And then they had to go and fucking draft Cam Newton and fuck it all up. Pitch. Fuck Jimmy it all Clawson up. Style. Yeah. It's just, it's uh, you know, I just, it's just bullshit. Anyways. Hey, um, we have, hey, we, we supposedly have a quarterback to match Cam Newton now. So yeah, we'll maybe see. you'll hate him less. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I want some, uh, yeah, I want word of the Carolinas to talk about James Winston. I want some, punch him in his face. I want some word wins. Of the Carolinas. Win some games. Can we get above 500 before I start talking about I'm him? I'm in the world of the Carolinas where we talk about how much we hate word of the Bay. You know, I don't know. I just, just call me crazy. I just feel like let's let's get to 500 before we start comparing him to Cam Newton. Just, you know, I don't know. I, don't know. I, don't know. I can't believe that segment took up that long. I know. I can. Corey Conacher's back. What do we think about that? Um, I think we've officially won the trade. Yeah. There's there's a tweet that was going around from from some just some dude. It's got like 3,000 retweets, but he's like he's like, wow, Conacher for Bishop. Talk about a panic move for Iserman. Yeah, they, we got fleeced. That's yeah, we got fleeced. You know, like, I feel bad for that guy because he brings it up every so often. He's like, oh, great, Bishop News. Time for my fucking tweet to get more <laughs> tweets. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> what, that's what happens. Yeah. Yeah, hey, good. Hot, hey, our own fan base was saying shit like that at the time. That's true. Listen, Corey Conacher, it, whatever. Like, that's just a whatever signing to me. Like, if, it, yeah. if he had never played for us before, nobody would give a fuck. Like Ex- nobody exactly. would care. Yeah, dude. He's the g- fact that it's a familiar name. That's why he's gonna. If he, he, chip, if he chips in a few here and there on the bottom six, probably fourth line, preferably. And uh, if he just chips in a few here and there and does his thing and whatever, okay, great. And if oh, we, he's gonna if come on. Look, he's gonna he, he's gonna yeah. lead the fucking Syracuse Syracuse Crunch back to the Calder Cup, and you know that's. Uh, that's probably what is gonna happen. To that's be honest, that's what's Cal gonna Hank be. Comes back, they're probably just gonna demote him, sneak him through waivers, and we'll you know, line we just, it up with Crunch. We just let go of our AHL captain, Angelius. Is that was his name? Yeah. yeah, that happens. Though you don't keep guys around long. I know, but he was like a career minor leaguer for us, and he's gone. Yeah, they're, they're talking about he was really good with the young guys too, so that could hurt. Well, he did stuff for Syracuse as a community. Yeah, it sucks, but uh, so yeah, Corey Conacher, woo- woohoo! I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's your hockey corner. Anything? No, yeah, nothing else really happened. To... Yeah, I mean we're still waiting for Kucherov. That should happen soon. Cooch watch. Yep. I'm panicking. I have no. It's a big contract. I'm for sure. this year. That really meant something else. But what do you think it's going to be, <laughs> Anthony? Like what? Like he's going to fall between six and seven mil a year. Really? Probably. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah he's going to dictate that much. Guys, that's what guys of his caliber are beginning, and he could probably get more than that. To be honest, I think with he you. goes for another. I think Eisman pulls off a, a, another wow move and gets him down to like six. How many years? Five or Four. six, man. At this yeah, point, ballpark. really, you don't yeah, think it'd be like a like a like a Vasilevsky's like a three year deal thing? He's listen. He's he's a, he's different than when Tyler Johnson and Andre Pollock got deals, or when like they they were semi proven, but not like Kucherov's a known commodity. Hmm. Like he's he he's had two really good seasons. This past season, you could argue was an elite elite season from him. Mm-hmm. And it, if he didn't he's stumble gonna, in the beginning, he would have been the highest scoring person well not i mean he was on the team but he would have gotten much more national regards if he did well the first two or three weeks and uh he's also getting um not getting but he's he scored in the playoffs a yeah lot, yeah he that's was really true. good in the playoffs like 
he's going to get a deal and he's going to be worth it. Every every penny of it. I'm, I'm I agree. Yeah. I damn really hope he gets a deal. If he yeah, gets he it, will. Yeah, I mean, God. the only the only way he's going anywhere now is if someone offer sheets him, and it's it's pretty late in the game to offer sheet somebody. I will say this much: I will be more shocked about Kucherov leaving than I ever would have been about Stamkos leaving. Oh, for sure. Well, he's an RFA; it's different. If and when no, he gets it, a deal, um, what a, what an off season so far. <laughs> yeah, I, and that that makes me hesitate to say and proclaim that we've done so well in this offseason because you know what they say about every team that wins the offseason. That's true. Yeah, but we won the offseason in a different way. We kept our known commodities and our own guys. Yeah. We didn't go out and sign a bunch of free agents. Yeah. I'll give you that. He's right. It was, it was funny. In the article I read on, um, it was I think it was Fox Sports, that the Tampa Bay Lightning have won free agency without ever dipping their pin in the free agent market. Yep. Yeah, which is crazy. Like it may, it, but still, I mean, hey, we got Conacher, so he's gonna. What if? What if he just becomes the AHL consolation prize? <laughs> he, he does an AHL MVP next year too, and then we trade him again for another big piece. Get another goalie for him. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? Not to be discounted, he did lead lead his team in the Swiss A League, which is a pretty legit league in Switzerland. He led the team in scoring over there, so yeah. he'd probably come to the HL and do some good things for the crunch. Yeah, but. we just gotta we just gotta drive his value back up so we can trade him for another goalie. Yeah, just gonna trade him again for a backup when we trade <laughs> him. And then we'll do it again in two years. Yeah, oh. come back, Corey. Conacher. You know what's funny? Someone brought up in a tweet: the Lightning could theoretically be with Conacher and without Bishop by the end of the year. Yeah, it's true. Yep. Oh wow! You know what, guys? <clears throat> are we gonna do a, Are we gonna do a segment about the Rays? I mean, I was going to leave it up to you guys. I don't really see a point just cuz the All-Star break happened. Yeah, I don't but, think yeah, I don't, I don't think sucked. it's I don't think it's uh, the time or the place. We can talk you... about Will Myers. Well, we got to talk about our our poll. Oh yeah, the poll yes. on Twitter. Yeah, we we didn't we haven't brought that up, but we did a poll on Twitter about uh who's to blame um for the first half of the season. And uh I got it right here in front of me. If you don't, I got it. I got it right here, and and we basically we we gave you four options: Kevin Cash, the front office, the ownership, or the players. And it was very close. Like it was, it was. I mean, of course it was close because it's 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 kind of like, it's kind of like we're 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 terrible in every sense of the word. Yeah, there's no one glaring need. We have a lot. Right, and I think that's what everybody sort of was saying. We had a mixed bag for that reason. I feel. Yeah. So Kevin Cash came in last at 16%. Next was uh, the front office. Next was ownership at 27%. And then the winner was the players at 32% of the vote. Which out is of, surprising to me. Yeah, 63, 63 votes. Um, it, that's, that's surprising because I really thought that no one – I mean, people were going to blame the players, but I really thought that people were going to be more in tune to blame the front office or ownership. Yeah. I mean – if I'm more impressed uh, with Cash being the lowest. Like, that's a lot of genuine fans out there that have hindsight and saying, no, 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 it's two years. To, okay. Well, look, if, you, if you're out there saying fire Kevin Cash and you're going to think that that's going to fix everything, you're wrong. You're dead wrong. Like, does he make some dumb decisions and, and, and uh, as a manager? Of course he does, but so did Joe Madden. So does every manager. Like, if you're out there saying, let's fire Kevin Cash, that's going to fix our problems, fuck you, you're an idiot. 
You're dumb. I'm sorry. That's that's all I'm gonna say. Like, there, Kevin Cash is the least of our worries right now. Sixty percent of the people that voted our poll are dumb. What Kyle said. I'm just. I, I just you think. Know. I think it's. <laughs> I think it's so silly when people just want to knee jerk. Let's fire the manager. And I guess the the manager is there to be fired. He's there to be the scapegoat of 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 all of the uh, the fans' ire because the team isn't doing well. But what's the what is the man to do? What's he to do? And yeah, they, so, so do we think this is a case more of the players not playing to the what they could be, like to their potential? Or, or is this more of the front office is just not giving cash the tools to get the job done? That's the that's, argument that, that yes. a lot of people the are... The answer to the question is yes. Well, that's yeah. the argument that a lot of people are, will, will say that it's against cash because, well, the, 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 the team looks disenfranchised and they don't look like they're, they're out there trying, but... I know. Yeah, but when you surround shit with other shit, everybody starts to realize it stinks. Exactly. You know what? I, outside of the bullpen, potential-wise, I don't think there's a lot of shit on this team, really. I, mean, I think I think there's a lot of other teams' shit on this team. It's I just feel like I, I feel like we have the most solid lineup we've had in a while when they're healthy. Like pretty consistent offense. It's just the players that we've expected more from are not there. Right. I think Kyle put it perfectly last last week. And we're not the goddamn Blue Jays. We can't win games like the Blue Jays. Right. Or or the the Orioles or the, these teams that can go out and can pay players that can both field and hit. Like we can only hit. We can't field. And then we can we we can kind of pitch. But not not past the uh, the seventh, sixth. And not all the time. Sixth, if you're lucky. But it, it, it's when we traded David Price, it was it was under the guise of like, okay, we're we're gonna trade David Price. We're gonna get a bunch of 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 people back that are gonna help us in the future. Has that happened? No, it hasn't. Nope. Um, same thing with Will Myers. We're going to trade Will Myers. We're going to get a, a bunch of guys back that are going to help us in the future. And Ben Zobris, too. We're going to trade Ben Zobris. And look, guys, we're this is all about the future. So we've made those trades in the interest of the future. And the future doesn't look good right now. And who's to blame for that? The front office. Yeah, the the farm yeah. system is pretty barren outside of a few guys. Right, Matt um, Matt Silverman in particular, but you know it's it's a lot easier to swallow. <laughs> <laughs> the it's a lot easier to to swallow a season like this when when you can see the future like over the hill, like when the lightning were bad a few years back, and they brought the kids up. You could see like okay, here's the future, like we got a direction, like we know where we're heading. With this, I don't. I don't know where the Rays are at. Nowhere. Uh, it feels like nowhere, and it. I think we've talked about it three weeks in a row now. Of it, it might be time to blow this thing up. But do we trust the people that are going to be doing the blowing up? I. I don't. Here's here's. So, so what do you do? Where do you go from here? Nowhere. I mean, here's a sign of the times. We we. The entire season, the fans have been saying, "Bring up Luke Malley or Malley Malley Malley." Mally. Mally. Yeah, bring up Luke I Mally, think. whatever. If I pronounce his name, fuck you. Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. We know what we're talking about. Yeah, bring, bring him up. Bring him up. Bring him up now. Well, you know, all season you've heard that he's not ready. And finally, we're at a point where, like, fuck it. If he's ready or not, we can't have Hank Conger up there anymore. Like, we, he's got to come up. 
So that's the point we're at now. We're at this sort of desperation point where it's like, okay, fuck it, everybody. And that's what I think we should, I, I mean, I think that's what the rest of the season should be about. It should be about, okay, it's time for, it's time to say good goodbye to people like to the, the Matt Moores of the world and the Jake Odorizas of the world, perhaps even the Evan Longoria's of the world. And start bringing up the, the kids and, and, and uh, let's rebuild. But, so you're at that point now, huh? With yeah, I think I'm at the, the point with everybody. But it's the thing is, is like, do I? I don't know if that I have faith in the current regime to to make the right decisions. That's the whole problem here, is that we're stuck. Yeah. I mean, in my eyes, we're stuck. In our eyes, we're stuck because where you're gonna put the hands? You're gonna put a rebuild, like a go out and get young talent rebuild, and the guys who have done nothing but go out and get young talent that really hasn't panned out. Right over the years, over I mean, guys. I mean, I'd I'd love I'd love to see where our team was at if we just didn't make those trades and we still had David Price on our team for a year and a half and Ben Zobris on our team for another year and Sean Rodriguez. On, you know that kind of shit. Like, what would well, what would have happened? Like, Sean Rodriguez is hitting two. Uh, I, I he's he's hitting in the the high two hundreds. So, I mean, like that is Ray's good. I wouldn't mind, um, and I don't. I'm not putting blame on Cash here. I'm not, but I wouldn't mind something similar to the Leafs, and where the the whole fucking organization just gets wiped out. Not not taken away, but like the the whole staffing, like from the top to the bottom. Staff goes by. Yeah. Yeah. Every scouts, everybody gets cleaned. Just gone. Look, I'm not saying that Kevin Cash is without blame. I mean, he certainly is, but. I think it's just that there's just too much lumped on him, and it's not like it's not like the NFL where you change a coach and within two years if you're not winning you just you you fire that coach. That's not it. Fucking baseball, the guy's going to set a lineup and make a few pitching changes. That's what that his, that's his job. But at the end of the day, he's given the roster that he's given. Yeah, nobody's going to be able to make a given. exactly. Well, nobody, you expect a four course meal from a chef when you're camping. Like that's, yeah, good. Yeah, it's, it's a good way to put it. Kind of hard to for anybody, let alone Kevin Cash's second year as a manager, to put together a, a suitable lineup in the majors and arguably one of the most competitive divisions in this season. Of course, it's we're terrible. Like we have shit we're we're put out there. We have a a shit plan for our shit players. What do you expect? And look. Also, like in the terms of a rebuild, we aren't the Yankees, we aren't the Red Sox, we aren't teams that have money. Like, like a rebuild's going to take a really fucking long time because yeah. we can't go out in the market and plug holes with free agents. Yeah, that's the, that's the depressing this is gonna, I mean, it's going to be like years of rebuilding. Yeah. Years. Because you got to draft guys, you got to trade for guys, you got to let them get through the minors, you got to let them develop. And then even then... It's gonna. They're gonna be really young when they finally get up here. And it's probably gonna be another few years before they even get it together to start winning again. Like the light at the end of this tunnel, I don't see it. I really don't at the moment. Now things could change by the end of the season. Maybe big changes happen within the front office. I doubt it. But it just. I feel stuck, and I don't think I felt this way about it about the Rays in a long time. But it just. They, I really don't see where they go from here. I really don't. Yeah, it, it's it's true. It's really sad. <laughs> well, uh, maybe 
this is and this is just pure pie in the sky optimism. Maybe maybe this was a bad year for Chris Archer, and we keep him, and we keep Longoria, and we trade away a starter, but we still kind of keep at we you know we still have Alex Cobb. Maybe he comes back good from the the Tommy John surgery. God, I hope so. Maybe he I looks. I think he was topping out at like eighty seven miles per hour. Yeah. <laughs> Start. so he's uh, he's got a long way to go before he'll be what he was before well okay he wasn't like he, he wasn't like there. a real fastball thrower but 87 was not what he was throwing. well i mean let no. me let me finish the thought i mean okay perhaps we keep you know you have you have archer and cobb who are your your top part of the rotation that maybe maybe archer just had a bad year and cobb cobb comes back uh you still have longo you still have a lot of that that um uh, maybe perhaps Steve Pierce and, and, and Logan Forsyth, Kevin Kiermeyer, uh, Stephen Souza Jr. Like you have those pieces in place. And then you go out and get a couple of bullpen guys that can do well. If, if, if maybe that perfect storm happens, then maybe you could see us be a competitive team next year. Um, that's a lot to ask, man. That's it a lot. Is. of ifs. Yeah. Like that's not like oh if this one thing changes and you no know, we that's like if we land on this and and if we do this and if we get lucky we may be able to do more. If ten things go better next year, we might have a chance. Here's, yeah, the fucked up part is that I've, I have more I have more faith in our um, in our in our uh, batting lineup than I do in our pitching rotation. How fucked up is that? When did I? Whatever. Yeah, we're losing that, games like six five. Yeah, that should not happen. Kyle, I got oh. a question to ask or to, or to ask you to answer your question. Don't you feel better about the Bucks offense than the Bucks defense right now? Yeah, it's just we're seeing the changing of the tie, uh, the changing of the guards, in my opinion, for the, the weird Rays. times, folks. I guess so. It happened. It was a much more slow process with the Bucks. I'm just not used to it happening this fast, like overnight almost. It was like, hey, we're doing, we're doing hitting now. Hey, we're like, doing this now, guys. Come on. What? We were just a pitching a team. Yeah, no, we're hitting now. Come on. Like we. <laughs> And I think we do all do we have the money for this? Too. Like, you know, I don't know. We all bought into it. Yeah, we did. We like, yeah, yeah, we're going to be a much better hitting team. And did we, though? Or did we just kind of say, <laughs> we oh. bought into it? <laughs> we all kind of were like, uh, yeah, fuck it. Let's see what happens. I think we were all like, yeah, we can make the wild card. We got, we got some good hitting now. Yeah. You know, and to tell you the truth, like we've talked about, we do have decent hitting, but, yeah, but everything everybody, else is falling apart. Everybody on this podcast assumed that at least two-fifths of our pitchers were going to have a winning record, right? Here's the thing. Of course. Yeah. You can pay for you can pay for hitting or you can pay for defense if you're the Rays, but you can't you can't pay for both. And that's what separates us from the Red Sox and the Yankees and the Dodgers and the Giants and, and the Cardinals. Yeah. It's we're not gonna we're not gonna go out there and pay for a guy that can both hit and field. It's gonna be one or the other. Yeah, we gotta pick one or the other and yeah. hopefully we can coach him up. Or one that's kinda he's kinda good at hitting, he's kinda good at fielding. All right. yeah, come on, play for us, James Loney. <laughs> okay. I, I would I would you know what? And even though like the hitting frustrated me to no end over the years i would gladly take a philosophy shift back to defense and pitching 
in like a heartbeat. It was so much more fun, wasn't it? Just watching watching pitchers dominate every game, and then I mean, we used to we bitch s- about that. We slowly started to get away from it, even under Madden. Like we stopped manufacturing runs. It seemed like we were not stealing as much, and that's probably because our speed kind of went away. But like, I remember that '08 team. Like they got on the base pass, and they were just a terror on the base pass. Like you, Upton and Crawford and guys like that, just yeah. stealing left and right getting in on squeeze bunts and stuff like that. Like that was raised baseball and it, and it was good baseball. Like it was fundamentally sound, good baseball. Now I just feel like we're going out there swinging the bat at everything and trying to just hope that we land a few solo shots or, yeah. and win the game like three, nothing. If our pitching shows up that day, which it hardly ever does. But the so, thing is, is like, I, I, I miss just those, those two to nothing or one, nothing games where, you know, you have a pitcher that goes out there and pitches into the, you know, you know seven, seven innings, and then you bring in the bullpen and they're like they just close it out for you. Like it's no problem because you you just know like yeah okay well Price is on the mound tonight and then you got you got uh, Benoit and Soriano and the bullpen yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like I missed I missed those times like now it's like yeah okay uh, our starter's gonna go about five six and then the game's over because we're gonna get, we're gonna give it up. Yep, guys, I got a question for you. Did 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 we plan on having a two hour long for nothing podcast? What's that? I said, did we plan on having a two hour long just for nothing podcast? Because we were if worried going about... off the mixler. It's probably more like an hour and a half. Oh, I'm just saying we're worried about having topics, and now we're. Sitting... <laughs> oh yeah, well this always happens. Really, before the show, we're like, what the fuck are we gonna talk about? And then we just come up with a bunch of shit to talk about. Well, we can wrap it up. I, 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 it's we're we're three minutes left on the mixer chat, yeah. And, I, and I'm certainly not going to reset it again. So I think it's time for us to get out of here. Yeah, I think so too. Okay. Um, as you heard in the in the uh, break, you can go to uh, lootcrate.com/slash/shark and put in the promo code Shark Dropper to save yourself ten percent off your first Loot Crate subscription. This month is futuristic. I I think it's I forget what it's called. Something with the future, but Futurama, Star Trek, and Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty, yeah. So if you want to get Swifty this month, you have until the 19th to uh, subscribe to Loot Crate and get this month's box. After mm-hmm. that, it's over. Take your pants off. Take your pants off. Shit on the floor. Get Swifty. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to watch that show that right sit now. for a little while. And make sure you go to sharkdropper.com and, and check out all of our podcasts. And uh, if you like this podcast, then you may like the Shark Dropper podcast, where I am also a host on. And we we talk just it's kind of general discourse. We just talk a bunch of shit. I call it four assholes in a microphone. Um, so, yeah, uh, Shark Dropper is a, is a podcast you may like. Or check out the Horror Play podcast, where we rate and review scary video games. Um that's also a good one. Or we did we did a top five list. We have a we have a whole podcast dedicated to top five. We have it's the top five podcast where we do our top five lists, everything from our favorite movies to um, Pokemon, Pokemon drinks, guys we'd like to fuck, girls we'd like to fuck, uh, all everything. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's it. We got a little bit of everything on Shark Dropper. And then finally go to 
sharkdropper.com. Next to the home button is the Patreon button. If you like what we do and you want to find a way to support us, you can do that through Patreon. You can donate as little as a dollar. You can donate as much as a million. Uh, if you are a million dollar donor, uh, we might mention you. We'll, we'll probably throw you a, a, a mention. Ch- we're going to change Shark Dropper Studios to your name. So yeah, just know that. Yeah. And that's it. I think that's it. Bold predictions, anybody? Um, Rays have a winning record by the time we record next. Oh, Jesus. That's impossible. But yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I meant, like, over the span. Oh. oh okay. Uh, from now till then, we have, that's like... That's a really bold prediction. Like, if there's seven if there's seven games, we win four of them. How about that? Okay. All right. Gotcha. Uh, uh, Kucherov is signed by next podcast. God, I hope so. Okay. And Miko Grimes becomes the uh, one of the starting corners for the Buccaneers. It's apparently her tweets garner such attention that, that she, you know, she might as well be a player. Fuck her. Fucking bold. Bold. Okay. We got 10 seconds. All right. Well, that was it. That was Word of the Bay for this week. I'm Kyle. I'm Nick. I'm Anthony. And we'll see you next week.